Hey, thank you all for joining another episode of the Sunday Shit Show. Today is episode 19, and we have Amanda and Beatrix with us. How are y'all doing today? Good. Good. Tired. Good. Perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. Anything new with you guys this past week, since you guys were here with us last week? Um, nothing really. I get teeth tomorrow. Okay. Alright. Perfect, perfect. Get my dentures. Hell yeah. Um, That's about it. Nothing really. Just, you know, same shit, different day. Um, yeah, yep, yep. Another day in paradise, as I like to say. She's a working lady. Yeah. Working, and then when I don't work, I play GTA RP until 3 a.m. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, I do and then go back to work. <laughs> yeah, then I go to bed and I wake up at 8 a.m. and do it all over again. Hell yeah. How alive, I don't know. Uh, you and me both, you and me both. I get like, I want to say I get like maybe five to six hours at max sleep at night whenever I work. So, yeah. And then weekends, like the the past weekend, um, I was like, oh, I'll be spontaneous and stay up a little later than 3 a.m. That was a bad idea because I didn't go to bed until like almost 8 a.m. Damn, damn. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're not getting much sleep here. Oh. <laughs> but, um... Depends on the night. Yeah, yeah. No, Depends on the night. Some nights I get four, some yeah. I get eight. I love okay. the nights that I get eight. Oh, I love those, too. <laughs> Trust me, I love those, too. But lately, I haven't been getting much past... What? I don't think I've get much past, like, eight, I want to say. If, if it's eight. Because um, on the weekends... Uh, whenever we're not doing anything, we're going to see houses because we're looking to buy a house here. Um, Congrats. Thank I hope you, that thank goes you. smoothly. I hope so too, honestly. I hope so too. We have a couple that we're interested in, but like, we want to find like the perfect place. Not, not, not the perfect place, but like the best place for what we can do right now. My parents so are actually like, doing the same thing. Okay. They just sold their house, and they're actually yeah. looking for a house. Okay, okay. And calls me the other day and says, "You sure you're not ever coming home?" Like, well, no. Yeah. Um, and I was like, just in case, like maybe you should get a two bedroom. I said, you never know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just want to go home. Like, exactly, exactly. I've been out of my parents' house for almost two years now. Okay. Well, we're we're looking for liberating. We're looking for <laughs> something where we can possibly start a family, which which will be cool. Not gone um, wood. Yeah, you know. Hold on, let me. There you go. I'll give you all the baby fairy dust. I there can. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, we're we're looking for something new, and we're we're looking. Well, no, nothing new, but new for us. Yeah. Yeah, I can say something that has potential for you. Yes, yes. And we want to see something that has. So, my wife is a very outdoorsy person. And we want our kids to grow up more outdoors than indoors. So, you want something in a good community with a yard? With a good yard. Not just yard, but like a wooded yard. So, Mm. I don't think I've ever. Something that has near woods? Yes. So I don't think I ever told you guys this, but my wife does a uh, outdoor education for like homeschool kids. What's As in, that? think of like Boy Scouts, but on crack. Dope. 
Oh, uh, can I come? Can I join? You're more I than join welcome it. to. Honestly. I would love to. I would did, honestly, I'd love the outdoors. I would love yeah, it. Yeah, she just did a women's retreat with a coworker of hers. So she's nice. my wife just started her own business, her own LLC not too long ago. And with that awesome. she's reached out to one of her coworkers which also has their own LLC and they decided to do this women's retreat. So they just did that this past weekend. Uh, whenever this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so they did all this and everything. I helped them set up a little bit and I helped them take down a little bit. So it was really cool. So I'm, I'm very That's proud awesome. of her. That's yeah. actually really, really cool. It is, it is. Um, I'm looking for a tiny home in the middle of the woods. Okay. Where if you tried to come find me in it, you would get lost. Okay. Well, don't move down here because I'll tell you where I live right now. So where I live right now is one of the richest counties in the United States. Okay. It's stupid because I don't make that rich money bullshit. So. I don't. Neither do I. <laughs> yes, I make decent. I make decent money, but I don't make that rich county bullshit money. So, but yeah, um, before we move on, I do want to say a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Um, whether you're around, you're not around as much, you're a mom, happy Mother's Day. To all the dog moms, cat moms, mom moms. <laughs> me moms. Uh, yeah, me moms. Uh, happy Mother's Day to y'all. From the Sunday Shit Show. Um, but yeah. I hope you all have an amazing day. Um, and now. To go back into. The month. Um, for the mental health. Uh, topics. For this week. The first thing that we're going to talk about. Is grief. Um. So with grief, you know, we all have different types of grief and everything like that. Unfortunately, um, we all have to come to acceptance with it. Um, anger is a big part of grief, I think, I would say. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. Can be, yes. Yeah. Anger, depression, denial, guilt. Um... Is all part of grief and everything like that. Um, sorry, I'm going to edit this part out, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you guys have anything to say, please, by any means, don't just say it, even if it's going to be nonsense at the end of it. I'm throwing this out, just hoping they Grief get... can come yeah. in different ways, 100%. Like, I know some people who, you know, laugh at grief. Like, yeah. that's their way of coping. Uh, I have some people who, you know, are really depressed. They go in a whole state, which is normal. Yeah. And then there's the people who are monotoned about it, literally. They're not affected in any way. So they don't show it till they're not around people and they lose their cool. Yeah. Personally, I'm a mess when grief. I don't care who's around. Can you know me for five minutes? My true colors all everything all come out like i want to say 
just over a year ago now, my best friend was killed in a drunk driver accident. Damn. She wasn't driving. She was going to work with her mom. And said goodbye to her girlfriend like she does every day. And they're up in a little town in Ontario. Like, little town. Like, you blinking, you miss it. And, you know, they just moved out there a couple years ago. So yeah. I haven't seen them much. And, you know, we just celebrated Jackie's 30th birthday on that July. And so it comes March 18th of last year, so 2022. Going to work, you know. Nothing new, you know. Bye, Danielle. See you later. She's off. Goes picks her up her mom at her mom's house, you know. Normal day. Go get coffee. Enjoy the day. Because they, they worked at Walmart. Um, I guess they were driving on one of the roads. And, well, a drunk driver, 23-year-old, who decided to start driving it drunk at 6 a.m. took both their lives killed my friend instantly damn and then her mom suffered a little bit okay holy shit that's crazy yep and sorry to hear that that's really awful just celebrated 30 years old she was young she it's not like she died of like you know natural causes like cancer yeah. and anything well and cancer's not natural no, but, like, it's common. Yeah, I get what, what you're like, saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like if she died that way, I could come with it a lot better. But knowing that some idiot decided... And mind you, it wasn't his first offense with this. His first time killing people. Yes. Not his first offense of drunk driving. So I found out. So they did the whole trial and, you know, we couldn't obviously be there for reasons. Yeah. But... Yeah, so he uh, he got jail time for two de- for two first degree murders, but it's it's involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, and yeah. I, for the first about six months, I was so mad that he took my best friend, like of ten years, like so mad. She, I met her at my first job ever. You know, just fresh out of high school. Yeah. Um. She showed me how to, like, make ice cream because we worked at a coffee shop that had ice cream, too. So she was my trainer, and we became best friends for 10 years. Damn. That motherfucker took her. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy, though. That's insane that people do this shit still. Till this this day, honestly. Like, drinking and driving. Like, it's, it's just as bad as getting stoned and driving, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, because you're still your like, mindset's slowed, slower yeah. at that point. So yeah, you exactly. have the slower reaction time to things like, that happen around. I you. would rather someone drive high than drunk, because at least high you can still see straight, yeah, and not tolerance. Yeah, but drinking, like no matter how many you've no, had, you've... it's always going to be that fuzziness. Yeah, you're still a little fuzzy at the end of the day. So or mm, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the drink. So. I took two people. You know, like, after uh, a half hour after your first drink is actually when it is the strongest in your system and you uh, feel it based on weight, too. Sometimes if you're smaller, it could be a lot quicker. If you're heavier, it could be slower. But it's like the reaching peak is like a half hour after every drink. So you're just tacking on time for every drink you have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. And that actually brings me to my next 
point for um, mental depression is criminal behavior. Behavior. Sorry. <laughs> criminal behavior. Um, and it, that's perfect example right there. Honestly, you, you can't say anything past that, really. Because when you're mentally... Not not everyone, but right. a majority of people. Whenever you're mentally depressed, like you do stuff that you might not normally do, but like you don't really know. Steal while they were depressed. Yeah, you don't. You don't really know what's right and wrong. Like you're just trying to do something for a feeling. Yeah, you really don't. When I lost my uncle the day before my twenty fifth birthday, which is about. Almost five years ago now. Uh, yeah. No. T- 24, 25. So about five years. Yeah, he's been gone. Yeah. And, you know, we celebrate the weekend before my actual birthday. We cel- we did a whole birthday celebration because there was like three of our birthdays are close to each other. So we did a whole big celebration. One of our friends was 21. One was 24. And I was the oldest one, 25. You know, all of us hanging out. Got the boys, all our friends. We went and did it. And my birthday landed on, I want to say Tuesday, and I had Monday off work, and you know, I was like, I should go see my uncle, because I knew he was, he had cancer, so I was like, so I called him the previous Friday before my birthday weekend, and he's like, yeah, I went good, like everyone, everything's great, and I was like, good, good, I said, I'm glad to hear that, you sound so good, you know, something in me on Monday, I was like, I should really go see him. And I was yeah. like, hmm. And I was like, I should. And mind you, the day before my birthday, and I had to work on my birthday. Um, And I was like, so I sent him a text, hey, how you doing, whatever. And I talked to him for a bit, and he seemed, you know, good. And so I go to the vape shop with one of my friends. I'm like, let's stop by the vape shop. I was like, they have a good deal going on. And I used to be ba- bad for buying in bulk. So we wanted to go see what deal was going on because it was around like you know, a holiday, I think Easter weekend-ish. So they had the pre-sales. We go, have a good time. And I just had this gut-wrenching feeling when I walked in that store. So I walked through there and like I kind of shook it off at first. Placed the order I need. Yeah. Waiting to pay. Paid for it. And I just had this feeling like, you know that feeling like you're missing something? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. So I reached for my pocket, and there's my phone. And I'm like, so I look at my phone, and I get a text from my dad. And it says, not to worry you, but Uncle John's in the hospital. Don't worry. He's in, he's in a coma, but he had to be induced into a coma. And I said, what happened? So apparently he, you know, when you get cancer and stuff, sometimes, like, blood comes out of your face. Well, it was coming out of his nose and his eyes, part of his eyes. And he couldn't really see he had to, and couldn't breathe. So he pulled the fire um, alarm. So they'll build, because he lived in an apartment building, so they'd be alerted and he got rushed to the hospital. And so I was like, Damn. okay, I was like, you sure you don't want me to drive down to Toronto to uh, to come be with you guys? He's like, no, no, he'll be okay. It'll be okay. He's like, I'll update you. All right, a couple hours go by and... Don't hear anything, so I don't think anything of it. Uh, me and my ex, well, my boyfriend at the time, making hamburger helper, making a good meal and whatever. So I'm helping cooking. Mind you, 
learning how to cook at this point. I mean, I get a call from my dad. And I look at it. And I was like, hey, Renee, can you finish doing this? He's like, I'm busy. What's up? I was like, no, Renee, I really need you to take over. I said, my dad's calling. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stops what he's doing. Gets the call. And mind you, the first thing I usually would say, hey, dad, what's up? And I said, what time? It's like I knew. And he said, 545, which was two minutes prior. And I don't think I've ever felt a big heat of like emotions in one day where like your knees get weak and you know you just lost like your best friend because he was like a second father to me for my whole life like I always lived there with him like grew up with the, with his kids like my cousins and I think for the first six months you really find out like how much you hate being on earth without somebody oh, yeah. no 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 other feeling is worse. Probably losing your actual parents or, like, your significant other. Yeah. But I felt like I was trying to find a way to go up to heaven with him. Like, I would go up to the the uh, the, the stone and I would blame him for a very long time because, obviously, like... You're angry you're... because you lost yeah. a person that you love, you know, it's yeah. not their fault, but like, that's how you feel, they yeah. left you. I, I blamed him for leaving and not telling me Friday that he knew he wasn't feeling okay. When I talked to him Monday during the day, he did not tell me he wasn't okay. And I think I really, like, for a really long time, like, blamed him. And then, <laughs> sorry. And then when I finally, like, accepted everything, and my dad got his ashes into like necklaces which mind you i gotta really find because i don't know where they are right now but um i think having a part of him helps a lot because like right now i have a ring on my finger and it's my grandma's she gave me it when she went to the home before she passed away like i have ashes or something of somebody that's passed away jackie i have her batman shirt because she was obsessed with Batman, which you don't know why. My grandma is for her ring, but like I feel like the biggest grieving part is probably the first six months of anything, of no matter who it is. Like it could be. Like, you go dog. through stages of grief. You do. I find blaming them though is probably the worst stage I went through because I didn't want to go to the cemetery to see him. I couldn't forgive him. And then I realized, I'm like, I don't know why I'm blaming him for cancer killing him. Like, right. he didn't get... You go cancer. through, like, denial. Yeah. You go I'll... through denial. Okay. That's, oh, like, I the did. first stage of grief. At first... And then there's anger. Oh, yeah. my The denial for me was... My parents are pranking me. This is not true. It wasn't, like... And then like... they were blaming him, which is anger. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Then did and you then, have like a bargaining? Like I I did because there's been parts where I just sat there and I said, Why couldn't you just take me instead of him? I tried to bargain yeah. with the world of switching spots. Right. And then there's the depression. And then the that final one, stage is acceptance. That one really hurt me because when we talked about last um last podcast about the <laughs> addiction that's where my addiction came from 
pretty much is okay. when it started was that and to Sorry, be honest the like, depression stage yeah when i hit the depression stage i would climb into bed just this big blanket of mine and i would hibernate for weeks and you know it was like pulling teeth getting me out there was a point part where my parents literally had to drag me to go take a shower because i didn't want to leave the house I didn't want to leave my room. Like, I tried everything to keep my parents out of my room. Mm. But I feel like you don't know what you're, like, what people go through with that stuff till you experience it yourself. And it's different for everybody. It is. And everyone's like, yeah, I know how you feel. Really, you don't, though. Because you could, you. They can understand really... how you feel, not actually know how you yeah, feel because exactly. you experience, they didn't. And yeah. the way they experience something is different. But in my opinion, like, the mental depression hits worse when it's home. Like, yeah. family. Or, like, for you, yeah. it would be, like, your wife. Like, you know, losing your wife would probably destroy you. Nah, I mean, I just... You know what I mean? It. But, like... I'm just kidding, yeah. No, no. it would. <laughs> it would, like... You know, like, you may not show it sometimes, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, it would hurt me, but that's it. No. Inside, yeah. I feel like, you know, you've been with somebody for so long. Can I admit like... something? Mm hmm If my true biological father passed away, I would not care. That's would it. Not... That's my true. stepmother passed, and I didn't care. And she's been in my life since I was a year old. Yeah. I think everyone. Like, my different. twin brother was more messed up, and it messed me up to see how messed up he was. But like, if it wasn't for him, I would have felt nothing. I gotta say, <laughs> me and my biological father aren't that close. If he did pass, I'd feel something for him. It's not that I wouldn't feel nothing for him, because I would. Because at the end of the day, like he's your he's your dad. He might not be your father, but he's your dad. For me, he's just another least. face on this planet that caused me pain and misery. Yeah, and he. I don't. You. Know, I don't even like saying biological dad. Yeah. I like to call him sperm donor. Yeah, because that's um, all he was. Yeah, like we don't have a lot of similarities. We don't have. A lot of the same views. He didn't want me. Like, like my okay. my bio admitted to my face. Yeah. He never wanted me. He only wanted a son. Yeah. And he could have done without me his entire life. You know, yeah. my dad always said that like, he wished he had kid. Like, not kid, sorry. Like, he wished he had a biological son. But he even said, he's like, I'd never change you guys for the world. He I would not care. Me. Yeah, well, like, I'll say I'm close with my dad, like, very close, like, um. Yeah, now, if it was my stepdad, destroy me. It would absolutely destroy me, because that's my father. Yeah. Yeah, if it was my stepdad, too, yeah. I'm on the same page. Like, that is my father. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. my, well, yeah, my, I mean, my stepdad I grew up with since I was, what? Three, four. So that was like that was my dad for the, for my whole life. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, if he passed away, like it affect me more. Um. 
My biological she father, I, I, I do res- respect him as a person. And if he did pass away... Does he try now to be in your life, though? Like, when did your bio came in? He has tried. When did your bio start trying to come into your life? So, after my parents got a divorce, I want to say I was in middle school. Whenever he came down with my stepmom, and I say that she's my only stepmom because she's the mother of my two half-brothers. They're not together anymore, no. Um, And I don't know the whole story, and it is that's their life or whatever. Yeah, that's their business. Exactly. Um, But... She, they came down to visit us, because my biological father was asking to send me up to Yukon Territory to go visit them for like a week or two. So, my mom was like, "No, no, no, no." She she wanted to meet them first. She wanted to meet them, uh, his new wife at the time, before they uh, sent me up there. Yeah. So they came down. They visited, I want to say, like, early middle school, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was elementary school, because it was in, we lived in Centerville when they came to visit us. So it was, like, late elementary school, like, fifth grade, maybe. And then, I want to say in middle school, I went to go visit them. And I went up there for, like, a week or two. So, yeah, about middle school, late elementary school early middle school uh he tried to come back in he was here for a bit then i didn't hear from him for a while um and then out of sight out of mind type honestly (laughs) i'm that's how i feel sometimes when you're like oh and then they were gone for like 10 years and then they remember as this and they came back honestly I feel like that's how my whole family is. And, well, not my whole family, but a majority of my family is. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm. And if they hear this, I've already said this to the people that need to hear this. Um, but yeah, it's like the whole... You're not like trying to mind. say it in an offensive way, though. No, no, like, I'm not trying to say it in an offensive there's way. There's a lot like, of people that, like, if you're not present, you're out of their mind. Yeah. I'm... That type of person. Live, live I don't mean life. to be that way. Live your life. Have fun. Do do you do whatever. It's fine. I'm over it. Honestly, I'm I'm fucking over it. So, uh, can I say something to that? Yeah. Um, you're never over anything unless you work through it. I'm over. Because you just don't climb over a mountain. You go through the mountain. Oh, I went Sorry. through that motherfucker. Mountain, okay. So. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. just saying you don't. You technically never get over anything. Unless you work through it. Yeah, yeah. No, I figured. Yeah, I'm, I'm through it. And it's cool. Famous quote from my therapist. No. Oh, you're telling me. My therapist has <laughs> a lot to say, so. Yeah, um, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I went over. But, like, is the relationship with your bio, is it, like, a good relationship? Do you hold animosity towards him? Like, I see him as a good friend. Okay. Um, and I've said this to him too. 
Um, I respect him. Don't get me wrong. I respect him. His life decisions, I respect. But I, I, I don't see him as a father figure. I'm sure he's a great dad to his other sons. And, you know, by all means. Are they, like, much younger than you? Um, fuck, I don't really know how old they are. I think my youngest <laughs> one on his side just turned 21. Okay. And then the other so they're is, adults. Yeah, they're adults. But the youngest one is uh, special needs. Okay. Yes. And he's... he's fu- they're both tall as shit. I don't know where they got it from because... Maybe the mother's side? The da- no. Both of them are, were short. Because I was taller mm-hmm. than the mom. Their mom. And they're, they're, the maybe dad, they drank their milk. I don't know, <laughs> dude. I don't know what they did, honestly. But like, I think Miracle um, Grow. the youngest one was like f- almost six foot. I want to say, damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, all right, knocking your balls, and you'll be five foot nothing. Okay, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, I got two inches. I'm not five foot nothing. I'm yeah, five okay, two, okay, okay, okay? Or five yeah, three. Yeah, there There's inches after the five, there, okay? There <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it was um by all means. Anyways. Um Yeah. I have no disrespect towards him or how he runs his life or anything like that. He's actually a truck driver. So it looks like I might have more mm. in common with him than I thought. You think, yeah. (laughs) I mean, Um, truck driving life ain't easy either because you can be gone for weeks. Is he, like, local or is he, like, national? No, he's the one that is gone for, like, days at a time. Okay. Yeah, that's what my stepdad does. And then drives back, so. Yeah, my stepdad only does East Coast, though. Yeah, it's crazy. So, like, he's normally home on the weekends. Okay. But, like, at most he's been gone is, like, three weeks. Yeah. At most. And he doesn't even like that. So, yeah. I understand that truck like life because he's missed a lot because he's gone on the road, you know, making the money. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, like, I can understand. That's not an easy life either. No, no, it's not. It's not an easy life. And I don't downplay that life at all. Because I know you're... Like, you might enjoy your job, but it's going to bring loneliness. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is. I am lonely, so. Yeah. I hear you. It doesn't matter. I could be in a room full of people that love me. I still feel lonely. Yeah, yeah. Never, ever goes away. Yeah, no, I hear you. Oh, eventually. It hasn't. Even as a small child, I never felt like I was a part of my peers. I just always, always, always felt feel like an outcast. Yeah. There's times where I'm like around a whole people, whole bunch of people that like care for me, but I'm like, you just don't feel a part of it. There's something that's disconnected there. Yes. And it's not. Sometimes it's not them. It really is like me as a person. Yeah. It's it's not them at all. It's just your train of thought, I guess. Really. I, I don't think, like, Miss, like, I, I don't, 
I don't perceive things like most people do. Yeah. And it makes me, like, uniquely different, as the teachers would say in school. Right, right. But, um, another uh, big part of uh, depression is divorce. I'm divorced. Not just divorce, but breakup as well, too. So I won't just place it towards just divorce, but I will say breakup and divorce. So. Well, technically, I'm not divorced from my husband that I married in my early 20s. We are legally separated compared okay. to New okay. York state laws. But in Pennsylvania, if it was Pennsylvania, yeah, two years of filing, it would have been done. Yeah. It wouldn't matter if we signed papers or not. That shit would have been taken care of. Yeah. But because I was more a New York citizen when I lived there for almost six years, seven years, I also wasn't a Pennsylvania citizen. There you go. Yeah. So, like, I was in no man's land, I guess. But he was in New York citizens his whole life, ID, license, and it should have been done. It should have been taken care of. But now I don't know what to do, so I just, like, ignore it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get that. Um, Divorce sucks. <laughs> um, I've never been married. <laughs> um, break up no, or anything like that, you know? I've None been through easy. many breakups. Um... My favorite breakup, though, yes, I have a favorite breakup. I think everybody does. Is probably my recent ex-boyfriend. My favorite breakup. Because now he's engaged to my ex-best friend, who was married. We went to the wedding together. That's a closer fuck. But, you know, then you get the ex-boyfriends that you fucking adore with all your life. Which is my first boyfriend, which is my best friend, who just recently got married and now just had twins. Oh, shit. They are adorable. And I'm happy for him. Yeah. Although, when we dated, and now he's gone down, downhill in looks. What? And I don't know if it's because <laughs> of age. You're like, dodge that bullet. No, I'm teasing. Bitch, please. I, I wouldn't say that. I didn't say I dodged a We bolt. said it. We said <laughs> I'm it just for joking. You. I'm just joking. I, yeah, yeah, there we go. I'll stand behind what I say. We literally had this conversation before I came here. Like, when I was over with the baby. We were talking about it. And I showed a picture. He's like, what happened to him? He has, like, receding, like, hairline. The hair is, like, fat. He did. Like, hairs are, like, I don't know what to tell you. But like it looks like space buns all around the hair. Like it's it's bad. He's a bad look. But he's probably one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. I've ever dated. So, dated so you said about favorite breakups. I have a favorite breakup that's not mine. It's my twin brothers. Okay. His, his first wife. He I don't know if he cheated. I don't really know the timeline or anything. So, he left his first wife for his second wife. His second wife's husband left and went and got with his first wife. So, they switched partners. And then, Eskimo brothers his left. second wife... Huh? 
soap opera. It's a soap opera. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, this is my twin brother. So, when he was a second wife, her sister, who was a full-blown lesbian, sometime, I don't know the timeline, came in and was living on their couch. He cheated on her with her sister, and then that was going to be his third wife. God rest her soul, she passed away. Yeah. Just switched partners and then went for her sister. So... My That's like favorite, my favorite breakup. Sorry. My favorite breakup. I love this. Is my best friend of ten of almost fifteen years, the one I saw today. Her name's Brianne. Now a nickname I always call her is Bubbles because she's so bubbly and she's so cute. Love her to death. You know, we've had our ups and downs, you know. Mm-hmm. We dated best friends at the beginning. So, me and her were best friends. We dated, I dated Cody, and I got her to date his best friend, Tyler. Now, mind you, me and Cody broke up. Her and Tyler stayed together, which was perfectly fine. I adored Tyler at the beginning. Me and Cody broke up. We split, went our own ways. We still stayed friends. Every time he'd come down from where he lived... We'd have coffee and, you know, grab something to eat. He's like, hey, do you want to go for breakfast? I'm like, nope, yeah, okay, I'm going. Anyway, so then, you know, fast forward a couple years, Brianna and me, you know, we're hanging out way after, like, high school. And she's having appendicitis. Like, she's, her appendix are about to burst. And I call her mom and I said, Lisa, Brianna's in pain. I said, we need to go now. She's like, all right, all right, I'm coming. And mind you, she's upstairs, but I couldn't move Brian. I go, Brian's a little heavy set with the chest and the back and the booty. Mm. A little bigger. But it's okay. I still love her. And so we get to the hospital. I call Tyler. I'm like, hey, Tyler, she's in pain. He's like, yeah, and? I was like. Kill him. I mean, whoops, that slipped. Like, we've had a few issues before. He doesn't like me because I'm a bad influence, so he says. I'm like, yeah, and I said, you're not here in 10 minutes. I said, I'll make sure you're the one on the operating table and not her. Well, he gets here. He's like, I don't know why you want me here. What am I going to do? I said, that's your girlfriend of eight years. That's like a man mentality thinking. No offense to any men, but that is like a common, like, all right, there's nothing I can do. Why bother being there type thing? And I notice a lot of men like think that way. So they were together for, okay, six years at the time. I'm like. And he goes up to the nurse and says, I want this girl out. I'm like, pardon the fuck out of me, Tyler. I said, who do you think you're talking to like that? He's like, you're not allowed here. I said, who do you think is her next of kin? You're looking at her. I said, he's like, well, and then her mom walks in. He was like, yeah, like. There's no point putting us, like, we're already in our 60s. Like, we're not going to outdo our daughters. So, of course, I've always been the emergency contact, even when we stopped being friends. Like, and so I said, Tyler, you have one shot, and one shot only, to get out of my face. Well, he decides to put his hands on my shoulders. I don't like being touched. Mind you, by a guy. 
I'm a very defensive person. I <laughs> I don't think the nurses knew what to do when I 360'd this guy that was 400 pounds and said, do that again, and I promise you, like, that's done. So, fast forward, you know, I'm like, you know what, I can't take this stress. I, I need him out. So, he got out. I did. I went back and forth between my job and the hospital for two months. Well, he decided he needed a break from her because of your psycho friend, which is me. Um, fast forward, you know, years go by. She stops talking to me because of him. Okay, you know, I'm not going to hold a grudge. You think this is the love of your life, whatever. You're going to learn the hard way. And boy, did she. Except now... I'm glad she's out because she she is now with my favorite person in the world that she knows. And, like, I love him. And they have a baby together. And they're so cute. That's awesome. I saw him the other day. And this is why this is my favorite breakup. Because I went to Walmart. And the fear on his face, even to this day, brings me pride. Because he's scared of me. That's I awesome. am a petite little five five foot five 190 pound girl shut up you're taller than me (laughs) he's like 400 pounds and six foot two and you're scared of a little petite girl that could kick your ass little people got more to prove so they fight like they're going in to death though so you know what a little off topic here i'm just just because if we said that my best friend is three foot seven and that crazy motherfucker. Yeah, she's a little... They're closer yeah. to hell, you know what I mean? Yeah. She, she's literally a little person. Yeah. The attitude and the audacity of this girl blows me away. And that's Jackie's girlfriend. Wait, and... Is this a, your the gaming friend? No, so this... Okay. Jackie, I knew from work. Like, I met her at work. yeah. yeah. And Danielle is her girlfriend, who's three foot seven. And man, the attitude on this girl. But you kick her. Like, she kicks your shin and you're gone. She's closer to the shin than she is anywhere. Like I said, the shorter you get, the closer to hell you are, the more you feel the fire. You know? (laughs) Got a lot more to prove because you're little. Back to the favorite breakup that I had to just throw that in. He used to abuse the hell over, and I didn't like it, and even to this day, you know, I see his face, and I want to show him how it felt for her. But I just yeah. find, like, the fact that he's scared of me is just the best karma I think that anyone could ever ask for in a breakup. It wasn't even my <laughs> breakup! Yeah. <laughs> but she's well. Yeah. She's happy. She has a, her own place with the boyfriend. Well, fiancé and... Doing well. Okay. The best revenge, though, you can have after a breakup, though, is just to do ten times better than what you were doing when you were with them. Let me see, let me see, let me see. I just got a message. Hey, I sent you a Snapchat. Don't open it while people are around. Who's this from? (laughs) It's from Dread. Uh, Don't worry, it's it's from my man. I don't actually use snapchat so there's like four people on it probably most likely i i kind of hope so you know what my favorite part that i've done i saw this on a video one day 
And it's like, you send, like, a picture to someone and say, don't open that, no matter what you do. And they're like, oh. Well, oh, I'm opening it, obviously. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you want me to open it? Now you're getting curious as, like, what that yeah. picture is. Yeah. Right? It's like, no, no, no. It's like, what are you going to do if I open it? Just just promise me you won't open it. Okay. Wouldn't it be, like, it. messed up if and it's, they, like, his butthole or something? Right? They open picture, it's like, you dirty little fuck. I'm like, I want to do that. Bro, I got my friend good when I did that. He dead ass didn't even give me a chance to say don't open it. But I was like, because I never Snapchat, and everyone just thinks I'm gonna just send a nude or something. I'm like, I'm gonna start Snapchatting y'all. Because I think Bossy. Good luck finding my Snapchat. I do. I have so many people. I think I have you. I think I saw a snap from you. Well, no, I think I. Not me. Well, if I can spell bossy. Be the old way it used to be spelled. I swear to God, I thought I had you on here. The only person I ever snap is um, Nicole. I don't snap anybody. I'm old. I don't do Snapchat. No, I'm teasing. I just don't like Snapchat. I feel like Snapchat is for cheaters. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are going to feel some type of way me saying that, but I feel like Snapchat is for cheaters. It can be, but... Or people that want to have zero consequences for what they say and do, like sending unwanted dick pics. Yes and no, because I get Snapchats from my biological father, and I ain't no dick pic, so I can tell you that much <laughs> right now. <laughs> but I bet you he sends them to someone. I <laughs> no, mean, if he does, I don't want to. I'm just this. joking, I'm just joking. I don't know. I, I don't want to accuse him <laughs> of anything. I'm going to put that no, as, like... I'm gonna put that as the <laughs> title. Biodad, do you send dick pics? <laughs> Please do. I'll say it again. I don't care. <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna he's gonna listen to this whole thing and be like, where the fuck did that come from? And then it's towards the end. So Yeah, he's like gonna be like, what the yeah, fuck? That's hilarious. But um yeah, so anyways with divorce, breakup, whatever you wanna call it. Uh I was a year old when my parents got divorced. Yeah. And it, well, it went quick from my understanding, but like it's hard to children as you get older because like my parents hated each other. Yeah. My bio and my mother. He would like give me food that I wanted to eat and like take home with me, and he's like, "Don't let your mother eat it. If she does, I hope I'll poison it first. Like how I was like seven when he said that. Yeah, I feel like mine. Like hated you want to poison my mom? Yeah. I feel like mine hated each other too, honestly. They were young. They were exactly. like really young. Exactly. Like my mom found out she was pregnant, turned seventeen, and like what November to February had twins. Yeah. And he was like, mm-hmm. my mom. My mother was seventeen years old when she had me and my twin brother. My mom had her first kid at fourteen. Dang. That's my grandmother. My grandmother was Yo. like thirteen or fourteen years old. I worked at a I worked at a hotel, 
and we were in, not interviewing, but we were talking to some of our uh, housekeeping. And this one housekeeper had three kids by the time she was 16. I was like, My grandmother was like, had six what? kids by the time she was 16 years old. Wow. That's yeah, why you no. say that. My grandma had 24 kids. What That's the fucking f- insane. Oh, so was she Amish? Was she Amish? <laughs> she was born in the 1920s. No, no. I have a question. No. When no, she sorry, had the last sorry. baby, did yeah. it just fall out? <laughs> so... She had had kids. She had about well, she had twenty four kids. She's pregnant twenty four times, but she only insane fucking Wonder Woman, dude. Carriages and so Wonder Vagina. She's my hero. That's my hero. A woman that could have get pregnant that many times to be eighty six years old. Fucking insane. My hero. My hero. That's my new hero. By the way, she passed away five years ago. Okay. Then, She's still my hero. She had dementia. It's the only reason why she left. Like, yeah, the kids yeah. drove her crazy. She probably. Yeah. So, um, out of all of them, I think there's only like, yeah. four alive now. Which is my mom. There was my aunt, but she passed away recently. I think last or around Christmas time. Um, I think two kids are too many. Fuck that many! Oh my god, I wouldn't even know what to do after a while. I'd start selling them, giving them away, like in Christmas bags. Like you want a prize? Here's a baby. You have a baby. You yeah. have a baby. You all have a baby. Like Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like start shooting them out of t-shirt yeah. cannons. Exactly. <laughs> she was born in like the thirties, late thirties, early forties, yeah, my grandfather was born in 1940. Yeah, yeah. Um, her husband. It's just the era. Before I was born, I don't know if it's an era, but damn, they had a lot of kids back then. Like, wasn't much to there's, do. There's a war. Like that's what a lot of people say is around the war time is when a lot of the babies were like conceived. Yeah, because they were all banging before they left because they weren't sure they were gonna come back. Exactly. So if they were, they wanted to get one last, you know, yeah. feel something wet before they leave. Yeah. Yeah, but she said, uh, "No." Then he was so happy that he made it back that he just kept on reproducing with her. Holy shit! Hey. He was in the war. When you know, you know. And then he got deported, <laughs> in like like got like deployed and everything and uh he lived out about 50 years in in the uh, army and everything and just came home scot-free within six months had a heart attack and died just because damn no stress yeah i mean the stress of all the fucking kids obviously (laughs) well (laughs) he's escaping it no it was more stressful being over there at war than having those kids that actually is very common, like, the older you get. Once you stop doing stuff, you tend to, like, die faster. That's true. Like, that's something I'm worried about my grandfather, because he's 83, and he's retired, and he has been for a while, but, like, huh? One of our mayors, like, a couple of years back, he was like, okay, like, I'm not running for it anymore, like, mayor... Step down, whatever. Six months later, he died. And they just said that. That was like my biggest Damn. fear for my grandfather when he retired. That's my dad's 70s. Hence why he won't stop working. And he's 64. 
I'm going to be one of those people. I'm going to die with my boots on. Hell yeah. I'm going to work until my death. I'm going to be on my deathbed trying to work. Yeah, I'm going to die with a keyboard on my left hand and a mouse on my right hand with the headset on my head. That's how I'm going in the grave. No, thank you. I'm going to be dying selling dildos. Or taking them. Nah. (laughs) I mean, they're not bad. Some of them are really fun. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah. Oh, it's funny. Today I was... Sending pictures of them to people I saw. in a VC. I saw. Oh, you saw them? Yeah, you're yeah. part of that VC. <laughs> I saw. I might be leaving that VC. Hey! Or that uh, chat. Right. Just because they right. said a certain word. So, I'm going to go ahead and end tonight here. Um, okay. We can keep on talking for a little bit if you guys want to after this. But while I end tonight... Um... Uh, do you want everybody to know, uh, again, we do have our socials for the Sunday Shirt Show. Uh, we have Facebook at the Sunday Shirt Show. We do have Twitter at the Sunday Shirt Show as well. Uh, emails are at the Sunday Shirt Show at gmail.com. We all know you guys are going through some shit. Feel free to reach out to us and I'll respond to you, me or my... Me or Nicole will uh, respond to you guys. And we won't throw your shit out there. Well, we might say something about what you're going through, but we won't throw your name under the bus. Um, Also, in the States, um, if you're going through some shit, we do have the 811 number. Um, Feel free to reach out to them if you don't want to reach out to us. Because I will tell you right now, we'll probably respond to you, but it might take us like up to a week. Um, but eight one one, they respond as soon as you call them. And uh, Amanda, you guys have that number in Canada, right? Yes. What was that number? One eight three three four five six four five six six. Yes. So make sure you reach out to them you're going through some shit um we all we all are going through something uh well most of us are going through something one way or another and we need somebody to listen to us and somebody to be open-minded and not everyone will be that person for you so um make sure you reach out to somebody Someone will always be there for you guys. Um, it might not be your family. It may be a friend that you didn't think of. It may be some gaming friends that might listen to you. You know, uh, find a community. Hey, there is an, an international uh, helpline, too. It's S A M H S A, and it's a 1 800 number 1 800 662 help. Okay. 4357. It's um it's a twenty four seven three hundred sixty five days a year. It's for anybody around the world. Um, there is some limit on language barriers, but they they will find someone to help. But yeah, it is international. Hell yeah! There you go, guys. Um, and again, thank you all for being here today. Uh, for the Sunday Shit Show. 
Um, I think we have maybe one or two more episodes for this month that's going to be on mental health. Stick with us. We'll get back to our regular stuff after this month. Um, But I want to make sure that this month we do focus on mental health, on the different aspects of mental health and everything like that. Just because it's very important for us all to be here. And uh, make sure we have uh, people that we can talk to. But thank you all for being here for uh, listening to another episode of The Sunday Shit Show. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. And thank you, Beatrix and Amanda, for being here. You're welcome. And uh, bye.